This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it's post-game podcast on a Monday. It's cloudy Monday, so be it. It's a fall Monday. His name is Albert johnson dukes what's up al how do you suppose johnson ever became a name for your penis like where did that come from it's a very good question why don't you google it and research it why johnson when we were in school we used to for whatever reason people thought people uh, thought it was hilarious that the word bike meant your penis I never. No, that was not for us. I don't. Uh, and I'm tr- I think they probably got it from like when that was a brand of uh, cups that uh, right. you could wear. Uh, sure. They were called it was sports bike. gear, wasn't it? Sports apparel too. Yeah, it was like sports apparel, but they had cups. But like, legitimately, this would go on all day in like grammar school. It'd be like, all what, day. Col- what color is your bike? Uh, it's blue. <laughs> it's got a blue bike, meaning like blue penis. I like, that was not a uh, thing with us. You so the, too, Eddie. So. No. Uh, the answer, I think, was you're supposed to say skin colored bike. You like you'd be like, "What color bike do you?" You know, again, we, we didn't like, do this, color. so I don't know anything about this. Skin color bikes. Now, I'm sure the Al cronies on Twitter will start mentioning. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Bike, toy. <laughs> yeah, you, you idiots, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you idiot. Well, you all did that. Oh uh, man, I had some f head on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. After uh, you know whatever, I posted the, the parlay that I did with my son. It was 10 games, and some guy basically wrote, you know, wow, real tough, take all the favorites. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, D-bag, <laughs> it was $20 to win two grand. If it's that easy, you must do it every exactly. day, I guess. It's still like, like even if you're picking all the favorites with no point spread, that doesn't come out. Mm-mm. It, it doesn't, doesn't happen. And as a matter of fact, we did take one... One underdog in the Bengals. We ended up with the tie, so be it. But, you know, not every favorite wins. Right. Very funny. Like, you know, you just want to reach through the screen and punch the guy. Yeah, punch him right in the face. Muted. See ya. Mm-hmm. I did the, uh, I, I, I used the DoorDash this weekend. Oh, I like DoorDash. Yeah, I've never used it before, but I thought I'm going to try DoorDash because uh, I didn't feel like going out. I never get delivery ever. Okay. Like, I legitimately. You don't want to support the delivery guys. That I, work I don't on know tips? what I really don't know what my reasoning is. Uh, I, other than I always felt like if you're ordering food out, it's probably not the healthiest of food. The least you could do is go make the effort to get it. That's fair, but now with all these places and delivery yeah. services, you can order what you want from anywhere. Yeah, so it was like the you know football games were on. I was like, oh, I really don't want to go down. I'm gonna miss the games. I said, I'm gonna try this DoorDash. And the beauty of DoorDash, the first few times you use it, is there's no there's no fees. 
Not only was there no fees, the first time you used it, it's 50% off your order. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know yeah. that. No, so I Gina and I, I ordered Jersey Mike's through DoorDash. Yeah. It came here in no time. Yeah. They I'm make 100%, the sandwiches quick. I'm 100% using these services again. Now, I think like certain restaurants are, some are on multiple services. Some are on, like I think McDonald's is only on Uber Eats. Right. But some do have, I know a friend of mine that owns a Perkins. Yeah. They do DoorDash and I don't think it's Uber Eats. There's one other one. Yeah, Grubhub, I, I believe. Grubhub, yeah. I believe those are the two. He's got the stickers in his window. Those are the two. And when people were, you know, when you couldn't go to a restaurant and even the outdoor dining wasn't a thing yet, right. he was doing nothing but takeout. And I remember walking in for an order and the amount of Grubhub and um, DoorDash orders he had, he couldn't yeah. keep up with it. Right. They normally at these places when there's takeout, they have their own separate table where they leave the orders. Right. For, right. For the delivery guys to come in, pick them up and get out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this was pretty cool. I was very excited. It's an interesting concept because there's a pizza place by my house called Romeo's. Well, I don't live by it, but it's close enough that we used to go to all the time. And it's always a place you go pick it up, not a big deal. But you're right. There are certain times when you don't want to, you just don't want to go out. And now they don't deliver. They never have. But now with these services, you can get that place, their food to your house without going out. It's tremendous. It really is. So it's been a big help. Here's the only thing I don't like, because on Friday night, Gina and I ordered um, Mr. Shrimps, which I love, Mr. Shrimps in Belmar. But it's a restaurant not known for takeout, but right. because of the pandemic, they're doing takeout. It seems those takeout places seem very expensive, because you're paying what you would pay- I mean, Restaurant prices. Right, to dine into a, like, I'm taking up a table, I'm blah, blah. And I'm not taking up a table. I should be getting uh, cheaper. Like we each ordered salmon. Right. It was $45. Yeah. That's well, insane. Well, that's like we did takeout from Fridays one night back when all this started for the four of us. And it was 86 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, it was takeout. But right. the prices don't change. They don't change. No. Right. They should. They should change the pricing for a takeout. They should be like a 10% offer. No, there's, no, there's none of that. Not only that, yeah. then you're tipping... Because you feel bad. Yep. So they're like, oh, would you like to give us a tip? Like, right. not really, <laughs> but okay. Right. You know, and it turns out to be the same exact price as if you were in the restaurant. And now, if you Right, were, if you were in the restaurant with waiter or waitress service. Right. The only difference would be you're probably not ordering drinks or soda or anything like that. So you save that, but your food bill is the same. Right. So you're not wrong about that. It's funny. Yeah, that's just something I noticed this weekend, Jerry. I also, I found I have a bunch of old videotapes that me, of me and my friends doing- Doing s- porn. Not doing porn. Worse, doing <laughs> worse. W- what we thought were hilarious skits. Oh, you found, so you did get them and you I watched them? them? Well, I, 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 uh, my parents had a VCR, which they brought over to me when they came over for my, my birthday right. uh, lunch. So they brought the VCR. I ordered this cord from Amazon. You're telling like, me these tapes still played? Yeah. Still played. Wow. They're t- they're 35 years old. That is incredible. Yeah, so I was able to transfer uh, some stuff to my computer, and uh, whew, not funny. <laughs> give me a, just give me a feel. Give me, like, give me something. What was, give me some, uh, like we some did subject fake, matter. We did fake, like, shows. Like, we did a show, uh, I did a show called Guess My Disease. Oh, that so sounds I hilarious. Was, I was the host. And people from the audience would come up with some body fluid in a cup, and I would drink it and then try to guess what disease they had. Wow, that sounds like a riot. Yeah. 
That was, by the way, one of our better ones. Who were the people in the audience? Well, it was my friend Paul and my friend Rob. It was just the three of us. <laughs> give me one other. If that uh, was a better one, give me the worst one. Uh, the worst one. Uh, me pretend me me working a table at a flea market where I was selling uh, cards, baseball cards. Yeah. And my friends coming up, uh, and and I was like an uninformed guy where I thought. Newer cards should be should cost more because they were brand new, and the older Mickey Mantle cards I was giving away because they were old. Who wants old cards? So I'm saying. Jerry, What's it's, crazy it's, is if you post something like that, you'll yeah. get a ton of views. By the way, that bit, that skit twenty minutes long. Oh God. Yeah. Well, that you can't post. Then I did a couple of different things where I really was foreshadowing my baldness, and I had a full head of hair in these videos. What do you mean you were you were actually talking like I, about being bald? Yeah, like I did. We did a skit where I went in for I, I put on a bald mask and I went in for hair replacement. <laughs> Boy, the past telling the future. Yeah, it was weird. So um, <laughs> I might sprinkle sprinkle something into my parlay video this week. All right, that sounds like a good idea. And I also was just doing pretty much a David Letterman impression my entire life, like 24-7. I walked around talking like Letterman, like 1980s Letterman. Wow. Yeah, this is strange. So did you enjoy watching it or not really? I thought it was going to be better than it was. So you were embarrassed? It was a little embarrassing, just how it went on and on. Did you watch this with Gina? No, but I did show her when she came over. And her thoughts should, were. She was laughing. She liked the foreshadowing of being bald. <laughs> I'm like, doctor, I'm bald. I want to have a beautiful head of hair. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had a beautiful head of hair, and now I'm bald. <laughs> That's tremendous. Yeah. So I have one more tape. I only had three tapes. All right. I have one. I went through two of them. I have one more tape. To we go should through. have a Friday night viewing party. There's one though on my last on the last tape. The last skit is me is someone doing sports talk. Okay. So we're taking sports talk calls, and it so. wasn't you. I think that was my friend Paul, and I was probably one of the callers. Wow. This is all about what you were going to become. Right. In sports radio sports and bald. Talk. And also in all, we also thought it was funny. In all the skits, we our names in the skits are baseball players from that era. And who are you? It's like on one skit, I was Craig Swan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really cool, huh? Pat Zachary. Oh I was God. in another one. Yeah, Dude, former You guys are really something. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we were doing on Friday nights instead of dating, Fridays and Saturdays. I went, here you are. And here I am, Jerry. Yep. UFO sightings are up in New York State. Do you think, Jerry, no, there's any possibility that has, as wild as the year 2020 has been that we'll finally get a UFO to land here? I don't. What I do, what I was mortified by, though, was the, uh, the five-year-old that died from the um, brain-eating amoeba in Texas. What? You didn't see that? How did he get that? Yeah, uh, it was in the it was in the tap water in Houston, I believe. Wait a minute. How come he's the only one who was uh injured? Well, I don't know if he's the only one, but he passed That's away. That's the one that we know so far. Holy yep. cow. Brain eating amoeba in Houston tap water. Oh. It's really awesome. it's I mean it I'm sorry, the boy was 6. Oh, wow. you got to be kidding me. Now I'm someone that says Texas residents warned of tap water tainted with brain eating microbe. Oh. Just a a brief warning, ladies and gentlemen. If that's not leading the the, the news constantly down there, that we've gone crazy. Well, I, we have gone crazy. Oh, number one, <laughs> and I would think it is. I mean, we're not in Houston. I don't know, right? But I but you would think horrible. I would have seen that somewhere. I like to look at a lot of news items. Yeah, I don't you know how you it. wouldn't. 
I don't know how you would. Would you see it on like Twitter? Um, I think I saw it on the news. On the news. Yeah. Yeah, it's really. 10 Wind should be leading with this, even though it's a, a Houston story, not New York. I don't disagree. I mean, that's a big story. That's God forbid that water ever finds its way somewhere else. Oh, oh God. Man, this thing better not eat my brain. I have no interest in a brain-eating amoeba. Being so to answer your question, water. I do not think this is going to be the year. But I will say if there was ever a year for it to happen, it would be this yeah. year. So this may be the year a UFO lands. If a UFO doesn't land this year, there's no UFOs. It's you- just like we said if uh, when the Yankees didn't win in 2001 after 9-11 that there's no uh, higher power involved in sports. If the UFOs don't land this year in 2020, they're not landing. Now, I know a lot of people believe that this whole coronavirus thing is tied to the election. I'm not one of them. Okay. But I, I understand the thought. Right. Assume that's not the case for the moment. Do you think once we hit January 1st, everything, like, <laughs> things start to change? No. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure either. And I don't think, I don't I actually don't think it matters anymore who will be the president, whether, like, I, I still think we're going to be on, like, a lockdown situations. Well, modified. I don't modified. think we're ever like going we to go back. Now. Right. I think, like we've talked about many times, we just have to learn to live with this at this point. Yeah. You know, and then hopefully it's, uh, and it will, at some point it will be gone or we'll have it figured out. But right now we ain't there yet. Right. He's not there. So anyway, to answer your question, I don't think we'll have a UFO land. Okay. I do not. Fair enough. How many I... UFO sightings do you think there have been in the last 50 years that have been wrong? Because they've all been wrong. Right. So how many do you think that there have been? <laughs> 5,000? Yes, 5,000 UFO sightings. And yet we're still waiting for little green aliens to land. Right, we're still waiting for a clear video. I mean, come on. Even though we all have video cameras on us now. Right, exactly. It was one thing like in the 70s and the 80s. We didn't have cameras on us at all times. There's a camera on everything If you wanted to take a photo of something, you had to be like, let me bring my camera. Do you think I should bring my camera? We're going to Disneyland. I guess I'll bring my camera. But then I got to lug around the camera. Right. Now we just all have HD video cameras. The phone cameras are better than the cameras. Oh, absolutely. Do you think, all right, so Area 51 in where? Nevada? Is that where that is? Yes. What do you think is there? If you tell me aliens, I'm going to smash you. I don't think aliens, but I think... There are things there that they don't know what they are. I could see that. Like pieces of metal. Different species. Pieces of it. I'm not even thinking alive things. I'm thinking of like just pieces of technology and metals that they don't know where they came from. Okay. That's fair. So you don't think like in uh, Independence Day that there's all these funky looking aliens. No. You know, in in saline solution. (laughs) I wish there were. Why? <laughs> I love I, when people say that. Yeah, Why right. exactly? So that at one know. point they can eat your brain? Yeah, I don't want them eating my brain. Aliens. Like I, I find that hysterical, the, the notion that I can't wait for first <laughs> contact. Well, you're a moron. Eddie's being woken up for first contact. He's yeah, but he's dead frozen. already. What's the difference? Right, right. right mm. Even if he comes back and they zap him to death right away, he's like, I was dead anyway. Right. You've lived. You've loved. You're gone. Right. It's over. And now that we're all wearing masks out in public, yeah, uh, plastic surgery has been on the rise because people are getting plastic surgery for their nose and lip filler and all this stuff because they know they can go out in public and hide the swelling, hide the fact that they got it done while they're healing behind the mask. You know what's funny about that? I had yeah. a mask on the other day like I always do now. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess the way I was wearing it, it was not properly on my face. And my, wife, my wife said, boy, we've been together a long time. I didn't realize how big your nose was. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? 
I don't know. The way the mask is sitting on your nose is yeah. really pronounced. I'm like, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so listen, swollen nose, right. your mask is going to puff out. That's true. You but just got to get one of those giant masks. That is a smart thing, though. That's why if I ever break out and I can wear the mask to cover it. Yes. Since we don't have any makeup people here anymore. Right. Just wear the mask. Wear did, the mask. Did you see our friend Allie is in uh, Paris, Paris, France for the French Open, I, I guess. I did. You That's know what's funny her. about that was I had no idea the French Open was going on until I saw her tweet that she was there for the French Open. Right. Thank so, up for you. That's I, what I said to her. I'm glad she's working because she's yes. had a rough go of it when you do makeup for weddings and there's no weddings and right. there's no TV. No weddings. Yeah. So... And our Good friend uh, uh, Diane at, uh, what's her name? Diana Rossini at ESPN. Yeah. You know her, Jerry? I don't know her. I know of her. She got married over the weekend on a, on a Zoom meeting, a Zoom wedding. Cool. What do you so, want me to do with that? She's off the market, Jerry. Although you're well, I'm not in the market. You know, none of us are in the market. I'm just saying. Right. The guys were pining for her. She's off the market well, officially. Congratulations to Mrs. Rossini or whatever mm-hmm. her new name is, if she's taking the other name, and we hope they have a oh, long, bet, lovely life. I bet prof- and not oh, have oh, that's like you know, most married people. <laughs> that's what reminded me when you said about your nose. It, what reminded me was when I saw the picture of the lovely new married couple, they have the exact same nose, and I thought, their kid is going to have that nose, no doubt. There you go. And if not, then we know the one had an affair. Exactly. <laughs> This is what science builds into our bodies. Pretty much. To know. As guts to goes. All right, Jerry, warm up is next. So. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content. Well, actually, there's a lot of content because it's a football Monday. Not in New York because football sucks here, but it is a football Monday with a lot of baseball to get to, too, and some other unusual stories that could start down the Jersey Shore. And that's where we head to say good morning to Al Dukes on this fine Monday morning. Do we have a winner today, Al? Oh, good morning, Jerry. A winner of what? What do you mean, a winner? Your parlay. Do we new. finally have a... Oh. New, new, new. Okay. I think I maybe won two games in that parlay. I think I won the uh, Buccaneer game. Right. That was an easy maybe one. Maybe one yep. other. You know, I took the... I was an I was an idiot like everybody else is like, I think the Giants have a chance to win this one. <laughs> Why was that such a popular pick this week? Because Daniel Jones has played well. And we thought he'd play well yesterday. We and, thought, here's a couple things. And half things. the 49ers were, were injured. Right. We thought, here's a couple things. The Giants have to win one game this year, right? So there was one factor. Two, all of the 49ers were injured, including starting quarterbacks. Uh, three, uh, we thought that the 49ers, in their heads, thought if they step on the field, they're going to snap an ankle. So that was going to be in and their Jordan head And Jordan Reed day. got hurt in this game. Yeah, I mean, but again, just... They stink. <laughs> they <laughs> they stink. were terrible. Yeah. Like, just awful. Yeah, I mean, Nick, Nick Mullins throws for 343 yards, backup quarterback, Jerry. And uh, here's an interesting, interesting to note. Uh, the 49ers did not punt in this game. Not once. First time <laughs> since 1993 that they didn't punt again. Oh, punt what once. a dream job to be a punter that never punts. Unbe- oh, really baby. unreal. You know what I thought? You know what I figured? The Giants were in a lot of trouble. Yeah. They were. I forget if it was three nothing or six nothing. I don't remember. But they were actually driving the football, not yes. inside the twenty, because they never got there. When was the last time you saw that in a game? Um, and they did that stupid pitch back on the end around. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? And they fumbled the ball away at like the forty yard line. Like, just keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Stop getting so cute. And boy, you figure at that point it was early, but it felt over already. 
the only thing that was partially interesting in the Giant game was Daniel Jones running the football. But that's but all that, they had. But that generally means you're in trouble if your quarterback is just You realize the rest of running. their the rest of their backs ran for seventeen yards? Yeah, he ran for forty nine, I think. God. Awful. Just terrible. Yeah. Well, at least that... we have the Jets. Oh. <laughs> Which loss do you think was worth? The Giant. I think the Giant the one because the Jet one was expected. Now it played out differently than we thought because Sam Darnold, you know, throws three interceptions, one in the end zone, two get run to return for scores. There's twenty one points basically right there. But no one expected the Jets to win or even compete or cover the number. The Giants, people legitimately thought had a chance to win this game because of all the reasons you gave and were just a no-show. Just awful. Now, you want to say in the beginning, okay, well, the defense held the Niners to field goals. Okay, fine, fair enough. But there was, I don't know, you never got the sense watching that game that they had any chance to win, ever. And then it just got away from them and away from them, and it was just a blowout. And think of the final scores. The two New York teams lost 72-16. to (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that was not good. Um, you know, in watching this uh, Jet game, too, like, remember last week, one of the first, I think it was the first play from scrimmage, they give up the 80-yard to touchdown Mostert. run. Yeah. And in this game, within the first two minutes, Sam Darnold throws a pick six. <laughs> so it's funny. I'm obviously working the Cowboy game, so I'm not watching the Jet game. And I see someone tweet, the Jets have had the football for the first 10 minutes, but they trail 7 nothing. <laughs> And it was right. right before they scored to make it 7-7. But uh, I'm like, they had the ball. I'm reading. I'm like, that, that's got to be wrong. Like, I didn't understand. And I went and checked the play-by-play. Ah, got it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daniel Jones, two more turnovers, Jerry. He's got six in uh, 12 quarters. Yeah, not good. So he's, uh, I did the math on that, Jerry. That's one pick every two quarters. Not great. Well, one or turnover. turnovers. Right. Turnovers. Right. Yeah, that's a bad number. Apple turnovers. Not great. No, so let's see, they play 16 games, 4 times 16, 40, 24, 64 quarters. So at this rate, he'll turn the ball over 32 times? Is that uh, not great? <laughs> That's not great. Not great. They play the, They go to the Rams on Sunday. And that'll be easy. <laughs> and and how about, G- oh, God, whatever. And the Jets go, uh, Jets are home Thursday night. Quick turnaround, Battle Jerry. Battle of 0-3 teams. Uh, against the Denver Broncos. Yes. Do you Who'd think, you? let me ask you this. Yeah. Because the Broncos are not very good, but they're not horrendous. Horrendous. I mean, they lost twenty-eight to ten to the Patriots yesterday. Okay, whatever. They didn't lose thirty-six to seven. Do you think? Do you think that the Jets going to the fourth quarter are within a touchdown? Yes. Okay. But I, I'm a sucker like this. So you're going to put like six dollars <laughs> on the Jets Thursday night? <laughs> I lost all of my not I know I lost my parlay multiple times, but here's the other bets I made. I made a bet that the um Raiders would straight up beat the Patriots. Okay. Lost. So there's some people that thought that. I didn't, but I could see that. I made a bet that the Giants would straight up beat the 49ers. Loss. Loss. Yeah. I did one of my QB runs in a touchdown bet. Who'd you pick? Justin Herbert. Uh, not a bad idea. But lost. Yep, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was not a great day for me I but i didn't you. bet a lot of money you know i bet those i bet a little of money on those one dollar on the giants i probably lost sixty dollars <laughs> total yesterday yeah i hear you i mean i was probably I'm, I'm in the same boat as you i did a few different things the one that we had i forget what the combination was but the one cool one that we did was for amari cooper dk metcalf and tyler lockett to all go over 100 yards receiving 
and for Ezekiel Elliott to have 70 yards rushing. The problem with that is the Cowboys forgot to hand the ball off to Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. I mean, just I think he ran the ball 10 times, which was bizarre. And I also, me and my son did that 10-game parlay. Yes, I did see that. That I really screwed up. I should have hedged it and bet the Lions in the fourth quarter. I didn't, and they burned me. We yeah. went we went nine for nine because the Bengals, I, we picked them to beat the Eagles, and that game ends up in a tie. So the 10-game parlay went to nine. Boy, when Joe Burrow took that uh, shot where he went down and was laying on the... I thought the, he was dead. Yeah, he was laying on the turf there for a while. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, if this, guy get, if this guy's out for the season, like football stinks. That was some hit. But he manned right up, Jerry. He did. He played well. How about Carson? Like, explain to me what the hell is going on with the Eagles. I like when they go like this. The quarterback is regressing. He's not playing well. And at the same time, he does score the touchdown to tie the game with the extra point at the end. But he threw two more interceptions yesterday. Just not good. I mean, they tied the Bengals at home. Yeah, that was embarrassing how they they punted with only seconds remaining in overtime. Well, here's to assure, the right. to assure the tie. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. See, that's what people keep saying. Yeah, and I disagree with that from this standpoint. And you know, I can't stand the Eagles. But what do you think the percentages are of making a sixty yard field goal? Honestly, no, not good. You not think it's fifty fifty? Yes, fifty. You miss that field goal. All the Bengals need is eight, nine yards for them to try a 60-yarder and beat you. Yeah. Uh, and or, I mean, better, or even that, a 20-yard pass play to make it even more, you know, I don't know. I, I understand the criticism, go try and win the game, but boy, oh boy, that is a very low percentage kick. And if you don't make it, you are giving the ball to the Bengals at midfield where they the need Bengals. 10 yards to take a real shot. I don't right. know. And, and they would take the shot with no time left on the clock. It's a bit, It's different. You know, it's not like there was, you know, six seconds left. And they're like, you know what? Let's not risk a block and a return the other way. Let's just punt it away and take the tie. So I, I understand the criticism. I don't necessarily agree with it, though. All right. Uh, Jets' Adam Gase, Jerry, he's saying that uh, job security is something he can't worry about. Should he be worried <laughs> about his, his job security? <laughs> yes. He should. Uh, you I think would... he could be fired midseason? If they're 0-8 and, and getting yeah, blown and out every week, yes. they're not competitive, Al. What if they're 2-6? Two and two and six? I think they have to show some semblance heart. of improvement. They you have to. You need to see heart, Jerry. I mean, they've been blown out here now. I, you know, if they, I'll tell you this, and I mean this. If they ever got blown out by the Broncos Thursday night, I would yeah. tell, I, if I was Christopher Johnson, I would tell him to clean out his stuff. And I wouldn't have him back on Friday. Wow. You hear that, Adam Gase? You're on your job's on the line Thursday night. I mean, I understand they're injured, but this is the Broncos. They're not Correct. good. They had someone they're the kid Rippin that played quarterback for them. Is that Mark Rippin's kid or I nephew or something? So. I think it's his kid. I didn't even know he was in the league and he's Me playing neither. quarterback. I know it was his kid. And I'm not saying he I won't be Google he might that. be a great quarterback. Who knows? But geez. Nephew. Eddie's telling me nephew. It was it Driscoll and then Rippin? Those were the quarterbacks yesterday <laughs> for the Broncos. Driscoll and Rippin. Sounds like a law firm. Touring through, tearing through the league, Jerry. I'm telling boy, if they ever blew out the Jets Thursday night, oof, yeah, it's already ugly. That would just be get out. Time. They got to be like, well, I can't believe we got this. Like, who, I don't know which uh, network has this game. Thursday NFL night. Network, I think. They got to be like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The Jets aren't being watched on on local TV. <laughs> now you put them on right. NFL Network <laughs> <laughs> against the team with uh, third string quarterback. Game. Oh, it's tremendous. Who was it? I think was it Moose 
One of the guys here basically was wondering if the Cowboy game would outrate the Jet game. Locally. Yeah. That's a good chance of that. And That's can, a great question. I think yes. I would say second half, absolutely. The question I would have, what about the first quarter, second quarter? Although they did start at 4 o'clock and the Cowboy game started at 4.30 and just ended like 10 minutes ago. It was a very long game. It's uh, funny. Like Before you had Red Zone Channel and before you could get all the games, like we would have been stuck yesterday only having the Jets and Giants game. Yes. And that is not football. We would well, not have been watching NFL football. We would have had the Cowboys and Seahawks. That was the and national Cowboys, game on Fox. Seahawks. But you're right. At 1 o'clock, you would have been stuck watching that. Terrible. Which was not a good game. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. You might have tuned over and put baseball. Oh, the baseball didn't start till later. But yeah, no, there's there's nothing. I love tough. red zone. I want to make out with it. That's how much I love it. I love the red zone channel. You enjoy that. <laughs> I miss the Sunday ticket myself. See that I don't. Uh, I, need, I, I, I need like the, watching yeah. games. I need the no commercials. I need the full action. I need Scott yeah, Hanson telling me stuff. With the Sunday ticket, you don't have to worry about commercials. You bounce around on your own. Yeah, but I used to like. Well, I used to go to the sports bars to watch games sometimes. Sure. You'd look up sometimes every TV had the same Peyton Manning commercial on it. You're like, well, what are we doing? Let's go. Right. So instead you watch yeah. Scott Hanson talk to you yeah. when that happens. Yeah, I do. I love or when Andrew, Scott Hanson. Who's his name? Andrew Siciliano. Yeah, I get I get Scott Hanson on my TV. Yeah, so do I. I guess Siciliano is the direct TV one. There was one time, Jerry, yesterday they went triple box and there was a huge play in each box. Yeah. It was one of the Sam Darnold picks. <laughs> of course it And was. then two other huge plays. I was like, oh my gosh, this triple box, it timed out perfectly. It was just like play, 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 boom, triple box. There you go. That's why the NFL is a machine. It really is. They've perfected everything. How many boxes till you think you can't pay attention? Quad box? More than two. I don't like more than two. I like the two. That's fine. I don't like three, four, yeah, five. Three because they keep shrinking your TV. Dad. Correct. And then I don't. And then I don't know which broadcast I'm listening to. Right. I and can't then, tell. <laughs> uh, it's too much. Right. He. The, you're watching three. You're hearing lightly underneath three broadcasts, and then Scott Hansen talking over for yeah. a fourth broadcast. And uh, you know, I'm glad you brought that up too about being able to hear. I get the fake crowd noise. Yeah. But can we not make it so loud that we can't hear the announcers? Yes. Like, who's mixing this stuff? Who are these people? Like, you're controlling the crowd noise. Right. And you're controlling the announcers. There was someone, I forget who wrote about it, or maybe I saw it on Twitter, I remember, where they said, you know, at one point, you know, Tony Romo's voice is getting drowned out by the crowd. There's no crowd. Right. <laughs> How about this? Lower the crowd noise. It's fake. <laughs> so we can hear the announcer. That would be nice. Gosh. Crazy. Anyway, all right, we're just getting started. 517. It's a football Monday, if you haven't figured out uh, just yet. We'll have more fun stories for you coming up in just a little while. And we'll have Boomer and Geo at 6 here on The Fan. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, Monday morning, New York City. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. It's football Monday. Tomorrow, by the way, will be a um, tomorrow's a baseball Tuesday, but Wednesday is ridiculous. They've got games basically every hour starting at twelve noon that will run until ten p.m. So if you're a baseball fan, get ready for the next uh, next few weeks should be pretty pretty wild. What else, Al? Jerry, yesterday we had a very interesting uh, game in Buffalo between the Rams and the Bills. Ridiculous game. I, that was a game I turned off. I think like most people did it. Twenty eight to three. 
Bills are up 28-3. to The Rams came firing back, Jerry. Then uh, there was a won. terrible pass interference call uh, very late in that I game. I thought we're only supposed to be making calls yes. on clear and obvious penalties. That's what I thought. Give me a break. There was a point when the game was uh, when it was twenty eight three. I was like, let me let me check uh, and see what the odds are. Like, if I want to put ten dollars, yeah. yep, which I didn't do. And then when it was when they when they took the lead, I was like, oh my gosh, I should have done that. I'm yep. kicking myself, Jerry. You know what I mean? It's funny you say that. My son asked me the same thing. Yeah, he goes. He asked me about two games. He goes, could we take the Bears mid game? Like, is that yes. something that's allowed? Because the, the Falcons same. can't finish games. And I said, yeah, of course. And then he asked the same thing about the uh, about the Rams. And I, we didn't do anything, but I said, yeah, you can actually. The the great part about that Bear game, though, was it was like Nick Foles is coming in. So yeah. you felt like there was going to be a spark. Nick Foles wears number nine like the great Jim McMahon. And he had his visor tinted. Really? He looked like Vince uh, Jim McMahon when he came out there. How did and you I was see like, that? Ooh, I'm going to tweet the Jim McMahon. And of course, first I was like, let me check Twitter first. And then I, I, I searched Nick Foles. Everyone was like, Nick Foles looks like Jim McMahon. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I don't want to do a hack. Done with that. Done where everyone's doing that. But then at some point, after the first or second series he was in, he took his tinted uh, shield off. Yeah, he probably realized he went out there and couldn't see. Because I can't see a thing out here. <laughs> it's dark in this dome. <laughs> I guess they were going to get together very late last night to decide who was going to be the quarterback. This yeah, week. we have not seen an answer on that. Matt Nagy. I don't know how you go back to Trubisky. No, you got to go Nick Foles. This dude's hey, got magic in him. But here's the thing. He's magic in him as a backup quarterback. Yes. When he gets the starting job, what is he? And I only say that because it's been proven. He goes back and is a very average quarterback. I mean, he got the was it got that deal in Jacksonville? Nothing, nothing, nothing. You did nothing. And you know, and speaking of that too, shoot. you know, Matt Ryan did nothing. You know, they take that lead twenty six to ten, and it was like nothing happened after that. And even after the Bears take the lead from them, they had the ball in plenty of time, and he throws that bad interception. Just oh, there were some, there were a lot of uh, images of Dan Quinn from yesterday. Yeah. Here's another one. I don't know how you can Dan Quinn. You know, it's a weird thing. Like, the head coach has to have the team prepared to play. You can't argue that the Falcons were not prepared to play last week in Dallas or yesterday in Atlanta. They just don't finish. Like, whose fault is that? That's him or the the jackasses on the field that can't finish the game? Jackasses on the field. I don't know. And then you got to uh, do a cover of a tremendous game, Cowboys-Seahawks. It was Which also went back and forth. It, yeah, no, there was a lot to like in this game, but there was, you know, the Cowboys have, you know, missed extra point, blocked extra point, bad penalties at the wrong ah! times. Just oh! you know, like they, if you look at that game, the 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 run back on the kickoff return to the half yard line by Tony Pollard, and then the safety. I mean, they literally gifted Seattle at least four points, and then when you look at the bad penalties. I mean, they really they played well. They should have won the game, but stupid mistakes. Uh, Russell Wilson threw five touchdowns, Jerry. He's, I love Russell Wilson. He's pretty good. Should have been six. He had that play by Trayvon Diggs yes. preventing the other one. I know. That was awesome. So Trayvon Diggs of the Cowboys punched the ball out of DK Metcalf's uh, hand as he was somewhat starting like a high-stepping situation into the end zone. Yeah. And I was hoping that would come back to burn them. Unfortunately... Nope. DK Metcalf caught one of the the key touchdowns at the end of the game. 
Yeah, he had a big game. So did Tyler Lockett. Lockett had three touchdown catches in the first half. Oh. How about that? Hey, listen, the Cowboys came back. They led this game 31-30. You know, it's not like like the game was over or they didn't compete, but. What's the Cowboys record now? One and two, which is why the Giants are not dead yet. Oh, they're dead, baby. They're not, though. Technically, but, but they're not. They're not. The Redskins, heart. the Redskins, and the Cowboys lead the division at one and two. Oh, so they're not dead. Now let but me ask you this: Not good. If you look at the Giants, all right. Now I'm being just being fair because obviously they they've not played well. They, yes, they, right. Terrible. Zero and three. I totally terrible, get it. Terrible. Not arguing with you. Okay. And I certainly expect them to be zero and four after they play the Rams, but then they play the Cowboys, the Redskins, Washington. The Eagles. So they win those games, Jerry, and they jump right ahead in the, the, the three straight division games. I'm not saying they can or they will. Is it possible? Of course it is. Right. So that's why they play the game. It is. And then you got the Bucks, and then you're back to Washington, Philly, Cincinnati. I mean, there are winnable games on the schedule for them. They have to just not lose their composure, Jerry, is what you're saying. I Don't would go yes. in the doldrums. I would say this. Giants, Steelers, probably not expected to win. They don't. Giants, Niners, I think we sort of expected them to win. But in the end, the Niners are going to be a playoff team. That's a really good team. The right. Bears in the beginning the of the road. year, we had penciled in a loss for the Giants, Niners. I think we penciled in a loss for the Giant, for the Steelers. The Bear game is one, I think, when we looked at the schedule. Oh, it's a winnable game. And it was. They had the ball in the final seconds with a chance to win it. They don't. I just, I don't know. I can't bury them yet. The Jets are buried. I can't bury this team yet. So if you could be a Giants or Jets fan, you would be a Giants fan still. Uh yes, I would as say so. As far as the season goes. Yes, I'm not I cannot give up on the season after 3 games or after 4 cuz I don't think they'll win Sunday. So they're going to be 0 and 4. Tell me where they are after week 9 and they've played 8 games. All right. Are they 1 and 7 or are they 3 and 5? Because 3 and 5 in this division after 8 might still have you in the hunt as they say. In the hunt. It might. I mean, you know, Washington, you think Washington's a playoff team? No. Okay, they're 1-2, and two, and they lead the division with the Cowboys. I do think the Cowboys will figure things out, and they ultimately will be a good team. Yes, but they're not they right look now. good. They look yeah. pretty good, though. They pretty are, good. They're doing good things. They're not putting together a complete football game yet, and I they're like giving that. up too many points. That's breaking it down. They're doing good things, but they're not a good football team right now. No, they don't play a complete game. Uh, Packers, if you were sleeping late last night, I the was. Packers beat the Saints 37-30. Too much of this Taysom Hill. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I don't understand. Right, he's the one that fumbled the, game, fumbled the ball, tie game. Is that right? <laughs> Taysom Hill, you say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Just look at the box score? <laughs> I, read some, uh, some, I read some headlines. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love Aaron Rodgers. He's like ticked at the season, and I like it. Well, you know what? You could He's certainly annoyed. make the case them taking the quarterback in the draft, and you there are some that will say, "Well, he doesn't need motivation." You know what? It does work sometimes. And the the breakup with Danica Patrick. Yes, his head's clear. Oh, right? wasn't that the headline on Thursday yes. or Friday? He is unstoppable now, Jerry. He might be. He's a Aaron man on a mission. Rogers. <laughs> a man on a mission. Oh, and we have uh, NBA Finals are set. Yes, it's actually heat pretty Lakers. good. Lakers heat, not bad. You like that? Like that? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> I actually do because it's, you know, LeBron who played in Miami, won the title with Miami. I think it's kind of neat, actually. 
<laughs> Jerry, for people who don't watch the NBA, not me, I follow all sports. But for people who don't watch the NBA, you got uh, we all know who's on the Lakers. Who's the big Heat player? Are you a big fan of Jimmy Butler? Oh yes, I love Jimmy Butler. Okay, I do, but I don't know if the audience knows him. Go ahead, How about tell. all right? Give me the last name. His first name is Bam. Bam. <laughs> yes. Give me his last name. I don't know who that is. Had a monster game last night. I don't know. Adebayo. Adebayo? He had 32 points last Bam, night. Bam, Adebayo. Yes, he plays on the Heat. All right. So that's their big matchups that we're I'll give you for. one more first name. All right. Goron. Goron? <laughs> that sounds like a character from a show uh, Eddie would watch. <laughs> Star Trek versus Goron. <laughs> so I'm going to guess by your reaction... <laughs> That that's a no. I don't know who that is. Goron Dragic. Oh, see, now that name I do know. If you would have gave me Dragic, I would have went Goron. How about, all right, give me the first name. All right, perfect. Last name, Hero. Oh, I know this one, too, because I was looking at his girlfriend online. Like, <laughs> oh, you got to check out his girlfriend. Yeah, because he had a huge game the other night. Patrick Heron. What was it? I didn't hear Patrick. that. Patrick. What was his last name? Heron. <laughs> Hero. Hero. Yeah, it's not Patrick. It's Tyler. Tyler Hero. <laughs> Did you ever know that? You... Did... How about this wild story? There's about a wild story, Jerry. Yeah. Did you see the Joe Montana story? Yes, I did. I did. I read multiple articles They about arrested this. the woman. So Joe Montana is having a, some sort of house party at a Malibu home. He, he's there. His wife's there. Family's there. See, that's funny. In the story that I read that said none of that. Yeah. Oh, I dug deep because I was like, I can't figure this out. Yeah. So they're having this party. Some woman rolls into rolls up into the house, takes the Joe Montana's grandchild. Six months old, right? Six months old, starts leaving. And they're like, who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> yes. And Joe Montana's wife had to wrestle the baby away from this woman. Yeah. Now they found her. They arrested her, but they didn't say if there what the connection was, or if she just walked in off the street. Yeah. At least not the stories I read. Yes, I did the same, and I I, I kept grabbing lots of different stories. I wanted to. I was trying to figure. There seemed like there's more to the story. Yeah, that's terrorizing. Honestly, if you think about it. Yeah. This that sounds like the makings of like an ID channel. For you, yeah. Yeah, for Why me. Why you like, start writing that? Where they steal the Joe Montana baby. Man. Well, it's not his baby, the granddaughter. Just awful. But you know what? At least they got her and nothing happened and put the woman in jail. Yeah. How about Mrs. Montana is. wrestling the baby away? Yeah. Well, they said he was trying to de-escalate the situation. He was. And then she, I guess, said, you know what? The hell with this. Give me my kid. Yeah. So. Give me back you know my what? kid. Just glad it didn't have a bad ending. Cause yeah. All too often those don't have good endings. All right, five thirty. Do you think the woman knew it was Joe Montana's? I don't know. Uh, Malibu home. I don't know. I mean, she must have known something to walk into the house and know where to go because the baby, baby was in a crib, yeah. or a playpen or something sleeping. So she must have known something about where the baby was. Yeah, I want. I need more information on this story. I'm sure you will get more. 5.34 on the fan. We take it to 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. 20 in front of 6, Monday morning in New York, or depending upon where you might be. I know Al is down staring at the Atlantic Ocean. Quite dark now at 5.40, right? Yes, it is dark. It's, it's no, uh, no longer that early sunrise. We're no. heading the other way now. In fact, yeah, like I'll, because uh, the lighting is important for my, my television appearances uh, on the uh, CBS Sports Network. So 
it normally doesn't the sun doesn't come out now till like seven o'clock or something. Yeah, that's why you look dark now until then. Yeah, it used to be like five thirty. Hmm. Sucks for you. It does suck, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, baseball playoffs are set. Yeah. Ooh, the Yankees uh, go to Cleveland for three games beginning tomorrow. That's right. They have no days off. They play three straight, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That, well, you better hope they play three straight, unless they win both games. Oh. Then it'll be two straight, and then they'll What's get a your day prediction? Off. Give me a prediction, Jerry. Do the Yankees sweep? Do they get swept? Do they win two of three? Do they lose two of three? Indians in three. Oh, no. Oh, no, Jerry. Doesn't mean I'm right. Who's going to pitch first game? Garrett Cole, probably? Yeah, against Bieber, who was the leader Bieber? in wins, ERA, and strikeouts. Oh, no. Then why don't we save Garrett Cole for the Wednesday's <laughs> game and let him get a win? Well, then that you got to face. That way we go in the third game all tied up. Because then you got to face Carlos Carrasco, who threw to an good. ERA of 2.9. Hmm. Yeah, He's pretty right. good, so, too. So I'm looking. They, they, they do have the pitching lineup set now. Cole Bieber. Yep. Tanaka. I, I know who's pitching game three. That I, I know Plesak pitching for the Indians. I haven't seen for yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, you're Yankees. right. TBD. 2B determined for and the And he's Indians. thrown to an ERA of 2.2. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. We're going to need some home runs. By the way, Yankees, DJ LeMayu wins the batting title. 364. DJ Matheu. Yep, DJ Matheu. Yeah, and Luke Voigt had the most home runs in the majors. Only 22. I was hoping for more. Only 22 in 60 yeah. games. That's funny. You know, it's interesting. 60. Is as bad as Pete Alonso has been this year? And he was. Yeah. He was. There's no question about it. They even referenced him as Dave Kingman on one of the broadcasts this oh, weekend. I used to love Dave Kingman. Yeah, but Dave Kingman was a strikeout or a home run guy. Yeah. And that's that. true. I mean, Alonso batted, what, 210, somewhere around there in these 60 games? At the end of the day, he still would have been on pace to hit about 45 home runs. Right. So. I don't mind the strikeout or home run guy. Yeah, too many, you know, but you don't want to be Joey Gallo in Texas Eager either, where he's going to strike out 250 times. As long as you just have one of those dudes in your lineup, it's cool. Yeah. It's also an automatic out a lot no, of times. Or an automatic Dave Kingman Kong blast. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't love it. It's, you know, like Gary Sanchez. He still strikes fear in pitchers yes. for sure. But you can't go 0 for 4 with four strikeouts right. and then go 1 for 4 the next night with a home run, two strikeouts, and a ground out. It's just, it's terrible. They're bad at bats. Hmm. You disagree. If you say so. I well, love a long ball, Jerry, and I will sacrifice a well, couple say of big chicks, time strikeouts. Chicks dig it. Dig the long ball. <laughs> and the long national nightmare is over, Jerry. What's the that? The Wilpon era it's appears over. to be over. Yeah. With a. Very fitting 15-5 to loss uh, yesterday, the Mets. They had a bad weekend. They win Friday night, and then they had a lousy weekend after that. The DeGrom game was weird Saturday. Well, that's some weird stuff. It was. It was a very Dominic Smith almost dying in the outfield, giving up the on, uh, the uh, inside-the-park home run, and then it was like over. I was He had like he was sailing through the first few innings, and then all of a sudden the Nationals were fouling off everything he was throwing. And he just—they were wasting his pitches, Jerry. They were, and it made it a very short outing for him. It was a seven-inning game, and you're going in thinking, you know what? You got Degrom. Maybe he gives you seven innings. You win the game. You go and try and sweep the second one, and instead, he just labored through the fourth and the fifth inning terribly. And how about this one, uh, Jeter and Don Mattingly? This is a weird one. I agree. clinching their Marlins playoff berth in the Bronx. Yes. That is some wild. That is also wild on the day, wasn't it also on the day, also same day, where Jeter hit his final. Is that right? 
right? Wasn't that? And, and also... And also Babe Ruth's birthday. Uh, it could have been. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> George Herman Ruth was born on September 12th. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I did see that whole Mattingly Jeter thing. And That's I, cool. I also thought they clinched on the day Jose Fernandez passed away, too, I oh. think. There were a lot of tie-ins to that. Really? That people found very interesting, yes. Which was crazy, too, Maybe because that was Lord four years ago already. Is a Marlins fan. Who? The good Lord. Oh. Could be a Marlins fan. Uh, whatever. All those things coming into play uh, well, on the day they clinch. I will say exactly what you've said for years and years. Yes. What happened in 2001. Right. The Yankees proved that uh, if the there's religion a God, he doesn't and care. sports do not coexist together. Right. Because we would have, the Yankees would have won the 2001 World Series after 9-11. Yes. Instead, they lost to an expansion team. Especially with all those magical wins they had in the yeah. Bronx. And then to go lose twice in Arizona, and then right. to lose the way they lost with Mariano on the mound, and a meanwhile, broken bat. Ugh. Meanwhile, the Mets and Mike Piazza, they did the right thing. Home run <laughs> against the Braves. Yes. Now, there would be the argument for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that happened first. Yeah, well, that happened the weekend. Was, wasn't that the 21st of September? Yeah, 21st was 10 days September, after? yes. Yeah. All right. I remember that, too, from – I remember Russo telling me when him and Mike went into the building to broadcast from there that day how it was – you know, they you had security – From Shea Stadium. Yeah, from Shea. And they had security everywhere. And they said it was – you know, you're walking in. It was it was freaky. Like, you know, you, you, you didn't know if something was going to happen. I remember him flat out saying he was scared, like going into that building and doing that show. And yeah. then, and then to see that game play out the way it did is one of the you know remarkable nights you'll ever watch. Oh, now I was also saying that the Yankees uh, Tuesday night, their first game is Tuesday night. They're going up against the presidential debates. First debate, Biden versus Trump. And that's Tuesday, but isn't that at nine o'clock? Yeah, because the Yankee game starts at seven. All right, Jerry, let me Google that real quick. What time? I thought the debates were at nine. Maybe they're earlier. Presidential. I could be wrong about that. I know the Yankees start at seven, so here I you think, go. While you while you Google that, I think I'm into the presidential debate, <laughs> nine to ten thirty. You're right. Right. So by you might have a very good sense of where we are in the Yankee game, mm-hmm. um, but we'll see. And you might have a cold. Be- what gets a better rating in New York? Ooh, good question. Not across the country. In the across the country, the presidential debate will get a much bigger right. rating. But what about New York? I'm going to say Yankees tie game. Yankees seventh inning. Yeah, I think so, too. Because people already know who they're voting for. But then again, what channel is this on? The Yankees, the Yankees are on, on ESPN. Fox? It's ESPN. ESPN. Okay. Like, where it's are so they putting all the... You see Wednesday, though, all kidding aside? Like, you've got Reds, Braves at noon, Astros, Twins at 1, Marlins, Cubs at 2, White Sox, A's at 3, Blue Jays, Rays at 4, Cardinals, Padres at 5... <laughs> Yankees Indians at seven. What about the children who Brewers who and Dodgers at seven? No, no, the children can watch plenty on oh, Wednesday. There's plenty. I mean, that is unbelievable. So you're saying what channels are those all on? Yeah, like, Good what, question. What, They're gonna go which games o- on FX? They're gonna go Octobox and put it all on one. <laughs> one of these channels will be. One of these games will be on the Access <laughs> Channel that I like. <laughs> I just go Octobox, Jerry. Let Scott Hansen host the baseball thingy when they go around yeah where is he on on wednesday because thursday too all depending upon sweeps you could have a very similar situation on thursday with all eight games being played and why is the national league not playing tuesday do you think scott hansen wakes up on (laughs) on sunday mornings and is like 
pumped or he's like, oh, I can't believe I got to do this. For I think eight, he's fired up. Hours. I think you he's do. fired up. Yes, I do. I think I think he is ready to rock. It's once a week. That's a job. I think that would be a blast. Like you are watching every game. I think that would be really cool. Do you think his family knows? Don't bother daddy in the morning. He's got this. Is his big no, day? No, no, I don't. I think he's done it long enough now. It's work. He's good. It's his big day. <laughs> I used to work with Scott Hansen. When I worked in Tampa, Scott Hansen was a local ABC, uh, covered the Bucks locally. And so you guys were pals? Did, did um, Warren Sapp ever put him in a garbage bag? No. You know, he, <laughs> <laughs> he's such a nice fella. No, who else? This is in the time that I worked down in Tampa, these are the local sports people I worked with Scott Hansen, Sage Steele. No kidding. Uh, Colin Cowherd. That's all. Boy, Funhouse has gone after him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they were all locals, Jerry. A lot of big, a lot of big sports people come out of the Tampa. How about market. that? And Tom Krasnicki. Yep, and Tom Krasnicki. I don't know who that is, but he interned with me and Erica. And the fabulous sports babe. Yeah, she was a local Tampa person. Now she's retired, correct? She is. I remember when you were doing your podcast with. Uh, personalities, yes, and media people. people yes. You interviewed her. I did not I listen did. to that one. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Because I remember I liked that show when it was on TV. Sports Babe. Yeah, they put her on ESPN two for yes. a while, not long, but it was on there for a while in the afternoon. I did watch. She was probably one of the first sports radio shows to be televised. Probably because there wasn't many radio shows. Be- I remember when Imus was on C-SPAN. I couldn't <laughs> wait to watch. Like I taped it. And I couldn't it was wait on to get home. C-SPAN? Yeah, so before, but not on not on an everyday basis. Like C-SPAN came in. Am I right about that, Eddie? It was C-SPAN, right? That was before he went regularly yeah, to yeah, MSNBC. Yeah, it was like a one-off. And I want to say C-SPAN did it twice. They put the full four hours on. And what was cool was they never went to commercial. So when the IMA show was in break, the camera stayed there, and you would have him yelling at the camera people or fooling around with different people, and you would see the whether it was I think it was Lori McNichol at the time was the traffic person. You'd see her come in and out, like it was cool. And I remember taping it because you never got to see that, right? And then I know Stern had the Friday night show, but that was like a collaboration of the episodes, right? Um, no, he when he had the E show where they were in the studio, that was on every night. But they Monday showed the full Friday. the full show? No, 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 no. Yeah, they would just take a half hour out of it. Right. They took segments of it. But even that, you're right. Like, if you were into that, like, nowadays, everybody's on social media. You get to see the studios. Yes. Back then, like, if you wanted to see what was going on at radio stations, it was not easy. I couldn't agree more. It was fun. I remember seeing, like, wow, that's Charles McCoy. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I mean, what did I know, you know? And so. then he wound up on the Farmers Network or something. Well, <laughs> that was that was after here. And when he went to another station, it was it wasn't the farm. It was no. Yeah, it was like farm. RFD. Network. RFD. That's what it was. It wasn't the Farmers Network, though. Was uh, that what it was? That what it, it stood was for, for? Farmers. It stands for Rural Free Delivery. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Meantime, Al's confusing it with Farmers Only. Farmers Only. <laughs> People the that, dating website right. for farmers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you I watch take the I'm a show. I do. I, <laughs> we should get together for a drink. <laughs> On the Farmers Network. <laughs> Bourbon on the rocks. <laughs> we got to take a break. And a Marlboro Red, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. It's 5.52. One final break. We'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top. A lot to go over. Week three in the NFL. But first, Amy Lawrence with a Radio.com Sports Minute. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. 
<laughs> Welcome back. Couple minutes to the top. 49ers beat up the Giants 36-9. Colts over the Jets 36-7. And the Heat are in the NBA Finals. What else, Al? Jerry's just looking at my parlay picks from this week. Yes. <laughs> One and four. <laughs> but you were close. I mean, you could have won 0-5. Oh, my gosh. The only yeah. one I won is betting against the Jets. You know, it's <laughs> everybody bet against the Jets. <laughs> Although I did feel bad. There was one guy that sent me his parlay. He did a 10-team yeah. one like I did. And the only game he lost was the Jets plus 18. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Plus 18. And it was 7-7 in the first quarter. Right. They were hung in there for a little oh while. Oh, my God. If, here's here's what you know. If Sam Darnold would have threw the ball to his team, they might have had a chance to actually Ooh, win that the would game. have been <laughs> something yes. different. I don't mean to make fun, but geez. Bad. So I see there's speculation, Jerry, that Alex Cora might be heading back to the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. They fired Ron Renicky. I mean, I don't think that's a surprise. I mean, they had a lousy season. He basically took the job. I think he knew he was kind of just a sitter for the year. And now Cora served his time. I think we've moved on. Bring him back. Good for him. Hey, good for you, Alex Cora. <laughs> yes, assuming that is indeed the case. Do you think Luis Rojas has a chance to stay as Met manager? I do. Yeah, I do too. I'm not sure he will, but I do too. It's possible. So you're saying? Did you see Stephen Matz gave up another home run yesterday? <laughs> what has happened to him? He stinks. You know what? I can't argue with you because that's pretty much what he's been all year. There's nothing good. I he's going to look. Yankees baseball is back, and we've got every game with John Sterling and Susan Waldman right here on your flagship station for the New York Yankees. 